episode i got a lot of positive feedback about that i appreciate y'all for that thank you and um i'm back can i talk my shit again more shit to talk more things to break and uh to firstly i want to say um merry christmas because this is like basically you're not getting an episode you'll get i mean it's christmas next week you're not (laughs) next tuesday I'm, i'm not doing an episode on christmas i'm sorry so merry christmas to you um, maybe I'll, if I can come in, maybe Monday, I might, I don't know. Um, also I want to announce, we got video now in the point studio. We got the GoPro. So we, you might see this, you know, Hey, Hey, I am. How you doing? YouTube viewership. If you, I'm gonna put this on YouTube, I gotta make a channel for the podcast and I'm um, going into the new year. We will finally roll this out. Um, big deal right there. I've been wanting to do that for some time. Everybody's been asking for video. Where can I watch it? Where can I watch it? And I feel like. My audience is low, or not as high as it could be, because you don't. Ha- I don't have video, but you know, all things take time. And we got that. Yeah, Johnny got the GoPro in the studio. Let me do a little. I'm gonna do a little uh, story here. Little story. So now, bow. There it is. So we recording now, baby. You got the podcast live right there. It ain't live, but we got video now. You see that dot? We we here. We here. Big things going on. Um, firstly, I want to get into this week's podcast. I want to start with the, the, uh, the, the main, the main issue of everybody actually right now, which is Cardi B and Offset. So first off, let's, let's throw everybody in the tub for being in their business in the first place. And let's also not, let's not forget why this is a thing. Let's throw Cardi in the tub for putting her business on fucking Instagram. You went on there, you made a video, we ended up all of a sudden getting divorced, and then all the cheating shit came out. Here go the leaks of the DMs and shit. So now, excuse me, you got this snowball of bullshit coming your way, and then she gonna get on the internet and say, stop bullying him. No, bitch, no, no, no. They, Your fans will attack this nigga. Cardi, they love you. So if somebody hurts you, your fans is only right for them to do that. So that's what's gonna happen, and you gotta ex- be accepting of that. You can't say, oh... This is my baby daddy. And the fact that you're defending him shows me that you ain't done with that nigga. You're just upset. She'll get over it over time. Listen, she's a hood bitch. Hood bitches don't leave. A hood bitch have to leave. She got to leave on her own. Cheating ain't going to make her leave. Beating her ain't going to make her leave. She has to just fully, really fully be just fed up. Like, you know what? I'm done. She ain't done. She ain't done. He's family. That's my baby. That I know niggas with baby bitches with baby fathers that they don't even talk to. So 
the fact that this nigga is a celebrity, y'all got the same management. Y'all gonna see each other. Like he ran down on her at the like Rolling Loud. He ran on her stage and I'm sorry, bro. I <laughs> listen. This is a hood nigga. What do you want him to say? Sorry, baby. He don't talk like that. It'd be fake. But he went on there and he tried. But he, you know, it's it's very. And, and Amanda Seal said it was toxic. Um, and it is. I agree with her. So before I get into this and give my opinion on it, I want to play Amanda Seals. Uh, I want to give Amanda Seals take. Oh, I forgot I'm on camera now, so y'all can actually fucking see. I can actually see um what I be doing here when I be having them long pauses on the show. I be in the phone. I be in my phone looking at shit. Um, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Um, oh shit. Let's um. Let's uh, get into this um, Amanda Seals thing. Let's see if I can. I hope I saved it. I think I did, though. Instagram always fucking with shit. Aha. Here we go. Now, let's see. There's a man. There's a few of them. I'm going to play them. It's, it's great content, guys. I'm, I'm building my case here before I give my full diversion of what I feel this is going on. So let's get into Amanda Seals. Boy, mine hit me today, and he was like, "I don't understand why people are saying that that Offset coming on Cardi's show and trying to do a grand gesture is toxic." There's so much to unpack. In a nutshell, it's toxic because it is somebody who has created the negativity in the situation, trying to control the situation. He knew exactly what he needed to do to keep her in his life, and he did not do that. And now he's doing grand gestures, and it's not helpful because it doesn't correct the wrongdoings. Furthermore, it is him trying to control the narrative. But when he had the power to control the narrative with his own behaviors, he chose to be hurtful. It's no longer your narrative now. It's an important lesson for a lot of us to learn as we watch this, because I think many of us feel like when stuff like this happens, we're like, oh, willing to take the person back because we think that what we're looking at is vulnerability. We think what we're looking at is someone who is going above and beyond. What we're really looking at is an emotional manipulation because they're trying to use these grand gestures um, and these public displays to pressure you into going along with something that you would not do in private. And furthermore, this is also an example of I'm going to do what I want to do to get you back versus what you wanted me to do to keep you. Now, granted, he's a young brother and there isn't enough conversation on the proper way to apologize. So he really is probably just following what he's seen other niggas do before and what has worked for him before. And even grown ass folks don't really know how to properly apologize. If you the one that did the fucked up shit, all you can do is say, I know I fucked up. I'm going to be over here waiting for you to hopefully give me the opportunity to show you that I do not want to fuck up again. That's it. Sit down. And while you're sitting down, work on yourself. Work on correcting the issues that you created and do that shit when no one is looking. 
Do that shit when you're not getting a pat on the back and congratulated for it. Do it because it's the right thing to do whether they take you back or not. And as for the women who are all up and through these comments telling Cardi she needs to take her man back and save her family. You need to take some time to save yourself. Now granted, he's a young... I would love to see some brothers with some sense mentor this young man. I got you. don't be saying, bruh, when you a pop. You came all the way on that? No worry, man. I'm gonna clear it up. Leave a comment that I thought was really dope, though, and it was like, yo, all these people are telling Cardi to take this man back, but nobody is telling him to stop cheating on her. Why y'all didn't have the Straight same with that? And y'all know that if she had been the one cheating on him, oh my lord, she'd have been all the harlots and trollops of the Bronx and beyond. They'd have asked to revoke her Grammy nominations. Yes, indeed. You best know that for a fact. But really, though, I just feel like it's very clear that a lot of folks are putting up with trash-ass treatment and are doling it out. I would love to see some brothers with some... I'm sorry, I just have one more thing to say. Showing up to somebody's job to try and get them back is not only selfish, it is wildly inappropriate and disrespectful to their profession and to their craft and to the safety of their actual career. By nature, it says, this ain't about you, it's all about me. Because it does not take into account at all the fact that you are completely disrupting someone's headspace by stepping into their performance space and now they gotta think about you when they really should just be thinking about what they are doing. And just one more thing, I think a lot of times somebody is fighting to get their girl back, not the person back. Because what they really feel like they lost is a possession, not lost the love and respect of a person. That was, that's it. And y'all know that if she had been the one she... That was the great Amanda Seals. I love her. I love her and I love her natural afro and I just, I just love her. She's so fire. Salute to Amanda Seals. Now, here's my take on this thing. One, firstly, matter of fact, you go to my story and I'll tell y'all exactly what I feel about it. So now, hold on. Ow. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Is it gone? Damn, it went away. I got it in the archive. I'm going to play y'all my response to this whole shit. I mean, because I have insights on my phone, I can go back to all my content and rewatch them. So let's get into this here. This is how I feel about this whole uh, Cardi and, and, and Offset thing. Oh, wait a minute. I can't even fucking play it. It's unavailable. Oh, so I got to fucking remember. Mm, that's tough. Damn, that's tough. Sorry. I'm responding to DMs. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we go. This is how I feel about the whole Cardi and Offset thing. For one, people pay way too much attention to people's lives. These these people's relationship it really shouldn't be as big as a deal as it is. Um, for one, ninety percent of Cardi B's fans that are most that are like not black, they don't know who Offset is. That's one. Two, did they? Okay, let's get into the whole relationship and how it began. Apparently, they got together when Cardi got hot and Bodak Yellow was out, right? And they started fucking around. Her album's on the way. She's pregnant. He marries her. Buys a huge ring. 
They were together maybe some months. She has the baby. Gets low for a while. Doesn't show the baby. Everything was cool, but, you know, Offset also was cheating before. This is not the first time. This is the first time Cardi said, I'm out. Um, The whole relationship seems forced to me. It seems rushed. And I don't know if y'all know much about the music industry. They will force a relationship to sell product to you, to make you care about the artist, to make you buy into them a little more. They'll put them in a relationship. Like, you need to date someone so we can sell better records. You need to be in a relationship so we can move, make your image more family-oriented and get the smaller markets. They'll do shit like that. Now, do I feel that's what happened with Cardi Offset? No, I think they really fucked with each other. They just moved very fast. Cardi didn't really know this nigga. And I'm not excusing what Offset did, but at the end of the day, if you're 26 with about 20, 30 million in the bank, yeah, I'm I'm trying to have threesomes in my DM. Are you fucking crazy? Can I talk my shit again? I'm not surprised that he did that. Say the same thing about Wiz and Amber. Wiz is like Amber's like, oh, Wiz having threesomes with porn stars. Nigga, yes. I'm Wiz Khalifa, bitch. I should be doing this. I mean, listen, I'm not saying it's right. But at the end of the day, I don't you don't become famous and rich and popping to not do these things. Like you can't do this shit when you're regular. So when I'm lit, I have to do all of these things. I'm sorry that you're in the way of it and you don't like it. But I still love you. Like I say all the time, a nigga can cheat on his girl and still love her. Like nigga just wanna have a threesome. She might not be with it. So fuck it, I gotta do it on my own. I'm not excusing it. I still sound crazy. But men understand. Niggas get this shit. As a man, you get it. Like you there's certain shit as a man when you in a certain space in your life that you have to get this shit out. You gotta do it. She married a man that has three other baby mothers. Cardi. Come on. What did you think? Ask them. Do you think they're not laughing at her? Bitch, he did it to me. He left me for you. The fuck? Now he look at, now look at you. Because he married you. You were supposed to feel special. You got a ring. Oh, shit. He was buying her all this jewelry and bought all these cars and shit. Why do you think he was doing all that? Bitch, I'm cheating on you. I got to blind you. Here's some ice. Lying the shit out of her. Her birthday came. He got. He bought her all kind of crazy shit. Bought her a Lamborghini. I don't even think Cardi can drive, but he bought it anyway. But um, and to the, the ladies that are taking Cardi's side and saying leave that nigga, he ain't shit. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Y'all baby fathers cheated on y'all, and he was broke, and you fucking stayed. All right. You took back your broke-ass baby father, and you gonna tell Cardi to leave her rich-ass baby father? Get the fuck out. Are you done? You sound crazy. So who is she supposed to co-parent with? Because he cool with everybody. She can't date another rap nigga now. You gotta date a young nigga now. You gotta go, go fucking date with a nigga that ain't cool with them niggas. And that's every fucking... But Migos fuck with everybody. Now, understand this, right? This whole shit would have never been a thing had Cardi not said anything. And you handle things internally. Take notes of Jay-Z and Beyonce. We didn't know Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce till we heard Lemonade. He was like, oh shit, wait a fucking minute. Who cheated? He cheated. And then we got the confirmation on his album. Now you see, that's a boss. That's boss shit. Beyonce like, nigga, I'm not going to pedal on you and fuck the bag up. This next album, I'm airing you out. And Jay was like, okay, I can't do you. But I'm going to tell my side on my album too. And she probably be like, well, fuck it. Then we go, go on tour together and make it all good. Now, that 
That right there, that is when you're with someone and you know them for real. When you don't know a nigga, you can't even communicate shit like that. You think Hove wasn't in B-Head talking? He said on the thing, I was on the phone with you for hours. I begged you to fly to power. Like he was like, he was spitting his heart. Hold on, man. I'm not going to do this shit. Because I don't think niggas listen to music for real, for real. I think niggas just hear beats now. And, and just fucking. Huh. Now, on this song, Hov flat out said what he did. It's not what he did, but he said how he tried to get her back in. He was talking about the fight. So, I can't play this for long, but I want y'all to hear some of the verses and one of some of the words Hov is saying. Because this should have been offset. Why are you running on stage with cake and flowers? Offset. I know you from the south, but you need to get close to hope. Figure it out, bro. Get, get, get Coach P and, 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 and what's the name to figure this shit out for you. Let's listen to Jay. Oh, this, come on, Jay, with this shit. Don't worry, the people that's watching, y'all gonna be able to hit it. So it's all gonna be together. Don't worry. We got production here. I apologize. Here we go. Off the woman eyes, took for my child to be born. See through a woman's eyes, took for these natural twins. To believe in miracles, took me too long for this song. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve you. I harass you out in Paris. I harass you out in Paris. Please come back to Rome, you make it Please home. Please come back to Rome, you make it home. We talked for hours when you were on tour. Come on. Please pick up the phone, pick up the phone. Come on. I said don't embarrass me instead of be mine. Come on, admit this wrong. That was my proposal for us to go steady. That was your 21st, 21st birthday. birthday. You matured faster than me. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I apologize. I seen the innocence. Leave your eyes. I still mourn this death. Was a great I apologize time. for all the stillborns. Cause I wasn't present. Your body wouldn't accept it. Come on. I apologize to all the women whom I toyed with your emotions. Cause I was emotionless. And I apologize. Cause at your best, you, you were love. love. And because... I fall short of what I say I'm all about Your oh eyes leave God. with the soul that your body once housed And you stare blankly in the space Thinking of all the time you wasted it on all this basic, basic shit, shit. So, I, I apologize, apologize. <laughs> um, You can tell me Jay-Z not the greatest rapper You gotta fight me You gotta square up I'm sorry Now Offset I understand you He's a young nigga too Offset's just turned 26 bro now, what Amanda Seals was saying was like, he's a young brother and maybe he don't got people around him that can tell him the way to handle situations like this. This is a big deal. Um, end of the day, don't be surprised if you see them back together. Not now, but soon. Now, um, Cardi's been um, pretty quiet about it. Other than the other day when when uh Offset ran on stage, actually let me uh let me just give y'all some context here and uh and show you what exactly what he did. I show you, but I can play what he did so you can uh, get an understanding of what's going on. And um, there we go. Now this is that Cardi set at Rolling Loud in L.A. over the weekend. Here come the flowers that say, 
Take me back, Cardi. Offset comes out. The flowers. Cardi don't know what the fuck going on. She like, what is this? Oh shit! And he come. She's like, oh, this nigga here. He come out looking like Rick James in a suit and a mic. She's tight. I was like, you stupid. I'm sorry, bro. Like I said, I don't give a fuck about nobody. And this was Cardi's reaction. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for everybody that been supporting me, that been loving me, um, and that feel like they need to defend me, right, wrong, or indifferent. I don't want people like to just keep doing fuck shit, saying fuck shit. Violating my baby father is not gonna make me feel any better because at the end of the day, <laughs> that's still family. Unfortunately, we going through things. And, uh -huh. um, going through things, you know, it's not private. It be became public. You made it public. And I'm just, I just want things to die down. I just want, I just need time so we could see eye to eye. Like I can't predict the future. That's forgiveness. I don't know, but the whole coming out my baby father bullshit that doesn't make me feel any better. And I just want to say thank you, everybody. Respect my wishes. I love you so much. Guys, I... Now, look how she's defending this nigga. If you feel how you feel, right? Now, I understand you could still have respect for him and still have a lot of love for him. But at the end of the day, what he gets is what he started. Like, nigga, you supposed to get trashed and dragged. Yeah, you did wrong. She should not be telling y'all to stop doing that because she should be doing that. Nigga, you try to have a threesome with two bitches on me. That's not the energy you have. For a nigga that tried to have a threesome with two bitches on you. And you married. Y'all married. Like, y'all are not just dating. Y'all are married. That is not the energy, Cardi. But like I said, don't be surprised. You see them back together. It's another one. I know. I see a lot of people bashing me because they feeling because I'm defending my baby father. They thinking that I'm going to get getting back together with him. I'm not saying that I'm going to get back together with him. I just don't like that bashing. But you're not saying that it's over. Just earlier, you just saw how Pete Davidson was talking about how he don't even want to be on this earth because mad people be coming at him every single day. I wouldn't want my baby father to have that feeling because of millions of people be bashing him every day. That's a nasty feeling, and I wouldn't want that. I, God could give me and bring me the most perfect, glamorous, fabulous man. That perfect, glamorous, fabulous, perfect man is not going to love my child the same way her father loves my child. So I don't mm, like I love. that bullshit because I know how painful it is when you have millions of people bashing you every single day. I don't like that. And it doesn't make me feel any better. Period. So I know. Okay, Cody. She's going back. That confirmed. I don't know what else I have to tell you. Now, she just sat here and said, Another man is not going to love my child the way her father would. Well, if your father, if the baby father loved this baby, he would treat the mother better. Number one, niggas that love their kids and love that they treat their baby moms super nice. So you don't violate your baby mother if you love your, your kid. But you know why? Because your mom's got to go home with all that anger from her baby, from her kid's father. 
And what do women do? They don't push it off with a kid, but they, they talk shit on the phone. And the kid hear you on the phone talking about their daddy. I went through that as a kid. I heard my mom's violating my pops on the phone. Like, damn, why she telling them all this shit? Yeah. So, Cardi, fuck out of here with that dumb shit. Just go back to the nigga, because you already got sympathy for him. How you feeling bad that he did shit to you? Anyway, we're going to change the subject. This whole shit is a circus, bro. And honestly, it's sad that this shit is news in the celebrity world because there's much more shit going on. And we're going to talk about it. Drake and Kanye. Man, getting spicy. Drake, Kanye's scared for his life. <laughs> Kanye's scared for his life. It's about time somebody put the fear of God in that crazy motherfucker. Get off Twitter, Kanye. Drake is not fucking with you, bro. All right? And you get on there all the time. I told you I didn't tell Pusha T that shit. We don't believe Pusha T. We don't believe 40 did it. Nah. Nah. I'm not buying that. You, he trying to spin the narrative and flip it to like, oh, 40 was with a girl and the girl told me. Where's the bitch at? We ain't seen the bitch yet. Nobody exposed this girl. So Pusha, I don't buy that. Nah. It was yay, nigga. It was him. The fuck out of here. Why would it not be? I don't trust Kanye, bro. And I'm not signing with Drake, but Drake makes sense and Kanye don't. So I'm going to go with logic. Logic tells me, Drake says one and one. Boom, I went to Kanye, asked him for advice about the situation. Told him about my kid. Told him about the baby moms. Hmm, funny, the next week, I'm come out with a nigga dissing me and then talking about the same shit I just told you. 40? 40? Why would 40? Uh, why, uh, why would a bitch that 40 fucking and taking care of tell something to an op? The whole world know Pusha T and Kanye. I mean, Pusha T and Drake don't get along. So why would she give him that for free? That makes sense to you? Don't add up. I'm 40, don't look like he's stressed. Drake ain't tripping. He's been by himself a lot lately. I haven't seen 40 around him lately, but that don't mean anything. He's not always with 40. But when the next album roll out, you'll see 40. Because Drake can't make an album without him. So, yeah. I'm rolling with, with Drake on this one. Kanye, you, you did the fuck shit. So now, nigga, yeah, you got to deal with this. Oh, those is crazy. Um, anyway, it's my fault. Now, um, I want to, um, <clears throat> damn, excuse me, I'm burping this shit. Um, he's got it. Hold on. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. this music, music is amazing. And I hope they don't take this, this episode down. But I don't think so. Okay, so... Uh... Drake, I feel you, bro. I feel you, my nigga. I'm sick of this nigga too now. Hey... Sick of these niggas. Sick. Sick of these niggas. I'm sick of this nigga. I don't know about all that. Sick of this shit. Move to the rich. Drake talking spicy. Kanye is saying Drake threatened him on the phone. I believe Drake. Kanye just heard sicko mode. That checks over Stripe Ron been out since the summer, bro. There's no way in the fucking world that that song is the number one song in the country. And you just now hearing checks over stripes. That's what we like. Mm-hmm. Is this man that much in a cocoon that he don't know what's going on around him? He did a song with French. He said, Tola, I keep it a G. Don't win no 350s around me. 
Kanye's on Twitter. Talking about that three fifty nine. You taking food out my friendly mouth, my nigga, my nigga, bro. Kanye, your family will be fine, bro. Oh, also, shout out to Kylie Jenner and Hove. Nine hundred million this year. Travis, oh, Travis, you got the right baby mama. Damn boy, what a year. Kylie go up nine hundred M. Travis got the number one fucking tour and album in the world. Oh, his life is good over there. Shit. Um. Anyway, back to the Drake and Kanye shit. Kanye's wilding. He's wilding on Twitter. He needs to get off Twitter. I believe Kim tweeted some shit. I don't believe that was Kim. I believe that was Jay. And I think Kim is so detached from this nigga that she don't even give a fuck what he do no more. I can't stop him. He's saying that Drake called. Uh, uh, he's saying that Drake called Kim's moms and asked how was the family. I can see that Drake, and I fuck with that. That's hard. That's how you scare the shit out of nigga. Call a nigga mother in law. Hey, how's the family? Everything good? Yeah, you guys all right? Listen, I'm gonna bring over some gifts for um the children. Is that okay? I got some shoes and some things. Maybe we have a play date with my son. Yeah, he gonna get close to you, nigga. I'm going to come close. I'm going to be over there playing with your children. You're going to come home and be like, the fuck is he doing here? Just letting you know I'm this close, nigga. Watch me. Now, I don't think Drake on it like that. I don't think anything is going to come from this, honestly. If I'm Kanye, I'm not scared of Drake. He's saying somebody got hurt with the Pusha T thing where he said he alleges that Drake bought two rows to Pusha T's show and had people throw water balloons at him and balloon or those people got their ass whooped. Kanye's saying there's a person in critical condition because of that. Well, security do beat niggas up. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, you think I might have broke a spleen or something. Yeah, them security guards is big as hell. Um, This whole thing is just becoming a, a big world. The music has turned into wrestling. It has. Because a lot of this shit, we don't know if it's real or not. We thought Meek and Drake would never be friends again. But now they're like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. Best of buddies. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Drizzy. Dropping his name in song. You bitch, nigga. You. I can't believe Nick did that. You know, I, I side with Drake on this Kanye thing, but I don't fuck with Drake still. Love his music. Don't fuck with him as a person. Always thought he was a shady, shitty person, but that's me personally. Um, On to the next subject now. Uh, Let's see. We got um, Jacquees, bro. Versus Keith Sweat. That please ran down on Keith Sweat and Tank. I don't know where the fuck they was, but he ran down on them and he popped that on King R&B shit and, and Keith Sweat ain't want no smoke. So now, <laughs> let's let's see what, let me, I'm going to play y'all this because this is funny to me. Where is it? We are kings of R&B. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Good music. Big ticket. Good music. I was made on music that, mu- Music that touch your soul. We all kings of R&B. You know, like I, like when, when, when we had this conversation, and I'm going to just say it like this, and I'm going to keep it 100. I never heard Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, mm. Teddy Pendergrass, or nobody talking about who was the king. They ain't had the internet. <laughs> it's a whole different game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Hey, I'm going to shit my mouth. <laughs> I done sold 30 million. I ain't, and I done been in the I game for I two ain't. years. 
ain't the four king. Platinum. I ain't four platinum. Four plaques. I ain't the king of 4275 in stores. I ain't the king of This enough. the king of that generation. This the king of that one. I'm the king of mine. Let's get it. King, king, king. All right, I got to go here. You got to love the confidence of this young man. Now, he ain't no fucking king on me this generation. I give it to Tory. Tory, Chris, Trey, the dream. People sleep on the dream. Uh, Neo, baby. There's a lot of guys out here. Usher. Usher. Ooh. Usher was a big deal. I don't think... I think Chris Brown was the only nigga that could touch Usher. That's it. And that's what made Chris Brown that nigga, because he topped Usher. Because Usher was a big fucking deal, bro. Usher was like... Nigga, it was Michael Jackson... And then there was Usher. <laughs> there was Usher after that. Like, I mean, there was niggas in the in, in between, Mike, you know, Bobby Brown and all that. That's all good. Bobby Howard had a great four years. Usher, though. Different level of fame, different level of talent, different level of life. He did it drug free. Joe Bunner said that all if you're not on Coke, you can't be a King R&B. We I really think Chris Brown is definitely on Coke. I don't know about Usher. Maybe and maybe in like around the time he was chilling with Puff. We don't know. It gets a little mix, a little blurry back then, like two thousand two, three. We don't know. But um, Usher definitely had it. Jacquees is claiming it right now. People are arguing it, but it's not really young R&B niggas. It's old R&B niggas that's defending it. That's saying no. But it's like you can't tell him. You can't tell him. He not the king R&B nigga. You ain't got nothing better than him out. You young. And if you're an old nigga, nigga, you're not even in the game no more. So how you gonna tell him who the fuck he is? So I salute Jacquees for standing firm on what he's saying. Like, yeah, nigga, I am. He might have a song in this stash that's like super crazy and we don't know. And that shit might drop. You'll be like, you know what? This little nigga might be the king. This is fire. But he dropped the tape a few weeks ago. It is not that. It is not good. So Jacquees, until you step your shit up, you ain't in the tub. I respect your uh, confidence. But nigga, nah. Uh, okay, moving forward. Moving forward. Um, I've been seeing a lot of memes online about women and 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 how much they gotta spend a month and why they don't they don't like what you do in text or whatever the fuck is gonna be there. Whatever. Let me tell you women something. You ladies chose those bills. Those shits don't got nothing to do with us. Nothing to do. I don't. Your your fucking rent is you live there. Your cable, your light, your gas, your car. note, all of that shit you did, bitch. So when I text you what you fucking doing. I don't know nothing about none of that. Don't him. Oh, I'm over here working, trying to pay these bills. Bills you made. Oh, the bills you made. Oh, OK. That makes sense. Why don't women always want to pat on the back for shit they supposed to do? You're supposed to pay your fucking bills. You're supposed to go to work. You're supposed to fucking, uh, uh, yeah, uh, what do you want? You want an award for doing what you're supposed to do? That's like a man bragging about, yeah, you know, I just paid my rent, bro, feeling great. Nigga, you're supposed to do that. Niggas don't get no pat on the back for that shit. So? Nigga, me too. What you talking about? Niggas don't get, we don't get praised for paying our own fucking bills. Why don't women get it? If y'all want equal rights, act like that. Y'all act fucking, y'all act like y'all fucking, like y'all, like y'all at a disadvantage. Women make the most money. 
Women make all the money, bro. Women make all the fucking money. The fact that you could even live in a place like that and post it confidently and be in good standing and have like decent credit still and still have money after paying all that shit. What you fucking complaining about? Dumbass. Now, I seen a fake one today and it's fake. It's fake because this girl is fucking lying. She put up a whole list of her, her bills a month. One of these bills is her rent. It says rent $2,995. What? What what the fuck are you paying two three grand a month in rent? Rent? You mean to tell me in a year, in 12 months, you pay 26 grand to live in your place and you don't own that motherfucker? You're a stupid bitch. You're dumb. 26 grand a year. On rent? Where you live on Jupiter? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you done? It's retarded, man. And your niggas is eating this shit up. Women eat this shit up. Facts, facts. No, no fucking facts, bitch. You live with your mother. Get the fuck out of here. You don't pay rent. You don't pay rent. You clean the kitchen and sometimes you do laundry. That's your rent. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all don't relate. I'm, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of the internet making narratives that are not real. That's not real. Since her cable is $250 a month. What do you got? League pass? Fuck. Oh my God. What is she watching every LeBron game? Is your Laker fan or some shit? Retarded. Retarded. Talking about groceries. How much are groceries? Groceries is what? $400? Who the fuck are you feeding? $400? Do you don't even have time to cook? If you got these on the bills, you always at work. You, you mean something? You doing only eight hours a day and coming home? What do you? Who are you? What do you do? What do you do? This makes sense for a celebrity. They got a condo and it's three grand. All right, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm up. This is my little spot when I'm in town. I don't even stay here like that. But for that to be your only residence and you have a job? No, we're not buying that shit. We're not buying it. We're not buying it. Three grand a month on rent. Rent. We rent. Rent. That's a strong word. That's a mortgage, bitch. And it was a condo. You go, you can own a condo. You can't own an apartment. And you'll get, I, I'm getting upset. Let me calm down. Sweating under this skeleton. Let me calm down. Hold on. Let me breathe. <sighs> Take a sip of water. I don't like when people just lie to play with my intelligence. You know what I'm saying? I know better than that. You ain't gonna do that to me. Um. Also. The, the, the drugs, man. The drugs is bad, man. Famous Dex fell asleep on live recently. He got on live and fell asleep, bro. That is fucking heroin. Weed don't make you doze like that. Lean will do it. Pills will do it. These little niggas have to chill. Jake called me the whole album about this shit. And they gave him no love. None. And it, it, make, it makes you understand, like, okay, what's the bigger message here? The biggest message is they want us, they want our kids to hear this bullshit. They want our kids on these pills. They want our kids on this lean. Because you can't go outside and sell it to them hand-to-hand no more. They have to be influenced by it. So when you influence kids through what? Through the music. So you wonder why all these trash rappers keep all these mumble rappers, these mumble rappers. You know why they mumbling? Because they're fucking don't fall asleep while they're rapping. They can't fucking hear. They can't talk. They can't do shit. Famous Dex sounds crazy when he talks. He don't, he, he's 25 and he sounds like he's an old geriatric man off, off something else. Like he sounds like a veteran from Vietnam. Niggas have to get their shit together, bro. Now, 
earlier, Little Duval posted something. And it was a kid interviewing, I think it might have been DJ Vlad or somebody. This is not Vlad. Who was this? I don't know. But listen to this shit here. Now, uh, perks it. You want one? No. Oh, you don't do perks? No, I don't personally. Uh, no. Um, but uh, perk. My motherfucking bag in there. I put a ten. Let me pop a perk right quick. Look okay. out. I'm itching right now. Uh, are you gonna make it? Or are you gonna be okay for, for the show, okay. man? Come on, I ain't no addict. Okay. Crazy. Oh shit, right there behind. This nigga said, "I ain't no addict." Bro, you're in an interview, and you saying, damn, I want to pop a perk right quick. <laughs> you're itching. I've heard that, though. Like, you know, you be on perks and shit. Like, little, uh, little, uh, G. Herbo talked about that one time. He got locked up, and he needed a perk, and he was in the cell itching and shit. He couldn't control it. He was itching like a motherfucker. And he's like, man, perk, fuck, you a bad. I'm in the cell. I'm itching and shit. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, man. I got the fuck out of here. Yeah, that, uh, this is, this is, you ever seen a crackhead? They scratch and itch. Heroin addicts doze off. These niggas are on drugs, man. Like, for real. They're hiding it and they're masking it as different things. They're making it seem like it's okay. Party, party, party. You niggas are taking new forms of heroin. You're taking new forms of fucking meth. You're taking new forms of cocaine. This is all the same shit in a more modern way. You're taking crack in a pill form. Heroin in the pill form. You drinking fucking cocaine. You drinking fucking heroin. Lean is like fucking liquid heroin. Niggas used to shoot it with a needle. Now they found a safer way. Just drink it. You don't got to shoot that shit needle no more. Keep your veins cool. You niggas, it's fucking sad out here, man. What's going on with these young niggas? I made a post earlier and I said, my generation is full of alcoholics. We thought getting drunk constantly was cool. When niggas get stressed, they run to the henny. The new generation is on heavy drugs, but you can't really blame them, though. We remember the crack movie. Remember when we was coming up, we saw New Jack City, and we saw Pookie hit that pipe, and we saw him look like shit, and he was like, I'm not doing that shit. Ew. They put that shit in movies to scare you off of it. Now, it's like, like, where did, where, how did it go from, I'm not doing that to, damn, that should look fun. What the fuck? What happened? Where did this connect? And then, like, we used to see crackheads outside. Like, oh, yeah, that's Miss, Miss Dolores. She on crack. Oh, that's Miss so-and-so. Nigga, I was a crackhead prostitute in my project when I was in high school. She was throwing niggas off the roof. She dead now, I think. I don't know where the fuck she is. I ain't seen her in 20 years. So, she, this bitch was fucking niggas on the roof with crack. She was walking around. She was a prostitute. A crack. And niggas was fucking her. We knew what the fuck that was. Like, ew. Other girls seen her was like, ew, we know. And she was a grown woman. We knew what it was. Now, I feel, I mean, like, let me finish reading. It's like, you can't really blame them, no. Remember the crack movies and actual crackheads in the 90s, early 2000s? We knew better. I guess they got to be the first crackheads, and the niggas behind, the generation behind them will get it, hopefully. Who knows? So, it's like, right now, it's like when crack first came out. Niggas didn't know it was going to do that. So, everybody was doing that shit. And then niggas look back like, oh, shit. Nigga, you saw Tanya from 54th? Nigga, she looked crazy. Remember, she was bad. That crack got her fucked up. Nigga, you can fuck her for $2 right now. You what? You talking about showing 54th for real? She was fly. Nah, crack fucked her up. And she didn't know what the fuck is. She didn't have no template. Like, oh, that's what it do? I'm not doing that. 
So I feel like these niggas on these pills and lean is like, we'll see the side effects later. And the kids under them are going to be like, I don't want to be like that. And they'll get it. You know what I'm saying? They'll get it. But their parent might be a crackhead. I mean, a, a junkie. Their parent might be a fucking pill addict. Their parent might be on lean. Their dad might be on lean or some shit. So all these opioids and the shit niggas are doing, rest in peace, Fredo Santana. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Pimp C, dying from lean. Like, that should give you, your, your body will fail you. You can't go hard. Rest in peace, ASAP Yams. These are all drug, drugs. Mac Miller. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Drugs are, will get you the fuck out of here. You're killing yourself slowly. You got to chill the fuck out, bro. You got to chill. Famous Dex is 25 years old, and he's dozing off on, on fucking live like he's on heroin. What's up with you, bro? Huh. Um, what else I got to talk about right there? I had some other shit I wanted to talk about. Um, the new year is coming. Thank God. 2018 started out very rough for me and it ended very dope. It's ending amazing. It's ending awesome. It's in, I'm very happy right now. For real, like y'all, I don't y'all y'all been on it, y'all been listening to this podcast. If you've been listening for like the whole show, all seventy five episodes, you know the ups and downs I've been through. You know my mental health stability issues I had. You know the issues I've had with my family, my mom, and everything going on with me. Y'all know it all. I come here and I spill it, and I let y'all hear it and let y'all relate. Because coming up here and being fake doesn't help anybody. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm vulnerable. I'm I'm a fucking open book, and I love to help people and. Help them get through shit that I didn't have help getting through. So, the new year's coming. I'm going into the new year positive. Going into the new year, everything is getting better. Day by day, shit is improving. Like, every week. It's just, oh, life is good right now, man. I'm happy. Finally. Like, it's shit. And it's like, yo, regardless, you keep that faith. Because it get bad. It gets bad, bro. Like, shit gets bad. Shit gets fucked up. But you got to keep going. Gotta keep pushing. And I will say this. I don't know if I spoke on this last week. Accept change. I know it's difficult. And I know it's uncomfortable. But from that uncomfortableness, you will grow so much. Like, I had to move. I got a new job. Got me a nice lady now. You know what I'm saying? She listening. Hey. Hi. <laughs> um, You know what I'm saying? Like, everything just came together. Once I accepted the change, I didn't fight the change. Like when I found out I had to move, I didn't fight it. I was like, okay, let me get myself together. Let me give me some time to situate this and figure out what's my next move. And once I get my move going, I can build from there. The minute I moved, bro, I swear to you, the minute I moved, I'm doing kicks for people and my now manager hits me up to do some kicks. Now, my, I, I ignored this nigga's DM. It was, he, he DM'd me like twice, and I ignored it. This is God. This is divine intervention. I answered the DM. He was in my comments constantly. Yo, check your DM. Yo, check. I'm like, is there money? I'm being funny, playing shit. So I finally answered the DM, and he's like, yo, I want to get some Gatorade done. Cool, we can do it. I'll meet up with him. Right? Now, when I meet up with him, we talking. We chopping it up for a little while. He's like, yo, you need a job? My job is hiring. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, you know, I hear shit like that. I'm like, all right, cool, man. You know, give me the info. Boom, boom, boom. But he wasn't playing. 
He was dead ass, and he really got me hired, and I appreciate yo. Shout out to Kelvin. I don't know if you're listening. Um, shout out to Eddie, my ND team. Um, I don't, I don't, I it just, and, and you know, he did that for me, and I'm forever grateful, for real. And you never know in life who you need, so I've learned to be more communicative with people when they want to talk because you don't know what blessing is there. You don't know what can come from any of these relationships you build with people. And I don't know why I ignored it. I don't know. Maybe I was just in, I was in a funk, man. I was just in a bad space. I was just, I was in a negative place in my mind and my life at that time. And I was, I needed to change. The change had to happen. And, you know, now we like, Almost two months later, and everything is coming together. The new year is coming. Christmas is coming. And I'm doing good now. My family's doing good now. My mom, she got her house. She's going to move soon. Grandma's doing good. Spoke to her today. My dad is doing better. Everything is good right now, which also scares me a little bit because usually when shit is too good, something happens. But we're not going to think negative. We're going to keep it positive. We're going to relish the moment and enjoy the now. That's the key to life is to enjoy everything. When the shit is good, enjoy it to the fullest extent. When you're happy, try to make yourself drag that. Hold on to that shit. Don't let it go. Keep it. Keep that happiness close to you for as long as possible. Anytime you feel like you're in a negative space, drop it. Because at the end of the day, it could be worse. Remember where you just came from. Every time I start complaining about shit, I'd be like, nah, I can't. I can't complain about that. I was dealing with worse. Nah, I can't complain about that. I was dealing with worse. Mind you, I get up to go to work 3.30 every morning to be to work by 5. I got to leave the crib like 3.50. So I wake up like 2.45 to get myself together, try to fucking wake up, get out, go to the train, get to work by 5. Every day, Monday through Friday. So the, this is this is hustle. This is dedication I'm doing right now. Like It's not easy. I'm doing a podcast tonight. Right now it's fucking what? 10.49. I got to get up at 2.30, bro. And I got to work in foot action tomorrow from three to eight. So I'm doing 11 to five to 11 just to come back home. Probably change my clothes, take a shower, try to get a quick nap, go back to work, come home, go back to sleep for whatever, four, three, four hours, get up Thursday at it again. Got to go to work. My second job again, I have to work Thursday too. But this is that right there. I can't complain about that because there was a time where I didn't have that opportunity. It's really all you need in life. What you do with it is up to you. Now, if you get an opportunity, you got to run with it. Opportunity, you got to run with it. Um, I got the chance to make shit happen, and I did. And I think the camera cut off. Let me see. Um, but yeah, opportunity is life's greatest gift, man. What you do with it is up to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just like, yo, man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new year. I'm looking forward to what it brings. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Like things are different now financially. Now I'm actually stable again. I went through a downtime, man. I went through a rut. I was fucking working in guest set, bro. I was like almost three years ago now. 
Shit was bad, bro. Like you just you gotta when you, when you living to survive, you live in a dangerous life. And for a while, I was living to survive, and living on survival mode will make you a shitty person. Like you don't have compassion for people, you don't have any care for people's like nothing. Everything is about you. You just like super selfish and and and, and just foul. And my energy was horrible, bro. Like now, I like see feeling how I am now. Like I'm so optimistic every day. I don't complain. I be tired, but for what? It's a blessing to be tired all the time. That means you're doing shit. People that don't do shit aren't tired. They fucking they sleep all day. They can rest. I can't fucking rest. I got shit to do. I got shit I want to do. I, I want. I got shit I want. And I gotta work for that. And I'm happy to do that shit. But um. My overall point was don't don't reject change. Accept that shit and appreciate the change. It's for a reason. It's always for a reason. It's not going to be comfortable at first. It's not going to be comfortable pretty much ever, really, until you adapt. And then once you adapt, the new change comes. Because now you've grown. And when you grow, you can't wear the same, you know, you, it's like a butterfly. You can only stay in the cocoon for so long before you got to get out and spread your wings. Like, all right. I got to fly now. I got to go. So, in your downtime, appreciate that. And always keep it. Remember where you came from, bro. Remember, you could go back to that miserable fucking feeling, those miserable days, those long-ass nights that felt like they was never going to end. It was nights I waited for the sun to come up to see if I was still alive. Like, am I still alive? This shit feels so bad. I'm, 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 I'm getting high every night. I'm not doing shit. I'm just fucked up. I'm trying. I'm doing a podcast still. I'm doing clothes and shit. I'm still doing sneakers here and there, but I'm, I was playing catch up. Couldn't get a fucking head, man. I was fucked. I was bad. I was down bad, but that change came and that change changed everything. And I thank God. If you don't believe in God, believe in that. Believe in change. Um, now, music news. 21 Savage is dropping Friday. A Boogie is dropping Friday. Um, Kodak Black's album. I don't like it. Not feeling that shit. Gucci's album. It's okay. Um, I don't know if I talked about this last week. That's why I'm doing it now. Uh, let's see. What else came out here? Uh, XXX. Dope. Let me say I talked about that last week. Sounds unfinished, though, but it's still good. Little Baby. Trey Songs. 6 9 Man. Jaden Smith talked about that. Trippy Red talked about that. Okay. That's pretty much all the music I'm dealing with. That, I, that's, that got my attention. Um, one last little tidbit I want to give before I get out of here. I said I was going to give y'all two hours. I'm only giving you like one in 20. Um, this is advice that I gave one of my boys the other day. Um. And I, I think it's cool how people come to me for advice now. I I feel like if I was somebody else, I wouldn't ask me shit. <laughs> for real. Straight up. But um, people tend to want my opinion on certain shit. So my boy asked me, like, what is a what is a good way to keep your relationship strong? Now he's asking me, a person that was single for three years. 
I, I, I'm like, dude, how the fuck? But, but when I really sat and thought about it and I thought about my past relationships and what went wrong and why things may not have been the same all throughout and why things have changed and why shit felt different after a while. I told him, whatever you were doing before you got with your significant other, you have to keep doing for yourself. Now, I understand what I mean, but I said this before on the show, too. If you go out with your friends all the time, keep going out with your friends all the time. Don't neglect your friends because you got a girl or a man now. Like, that shit is trash. If you go to school and you get a boyfriend, why would you stop going to school? Go to school. That's what you was doing. If you work a lot and this nigga come in your life and you start working less, don't stop working. Work the same. Work more. The fuck? You comfortable now. You got a man. Now you should work more. Fuck it. I got a nigga. I work more now. I don't need to go out and be single. I'm here. I got a nigga. Um, fellas, if whatever y'all do, mine is women, you know, faithful shit. Nigga, if you go out with your boys and y'all do boy shit, do you. Keep your friends. Keep your activities. Don't change because you get a girl or a man. Don't become stagnant. Don't become lazy. Don't become all about just living. No, you have to keep your life too. Yeah, I'm with her. Yeah, I'm with him. But I still got my life because at the end of the day, if it all falls down, what do you have? If you turn your back on all your friends for your man, when you single again, your friends don't fuck with you. Like, bitch, you ain't, you fake. Every time you get a nigga, you get low. With your niggas, yo, you, had, you with your girl all the time, nigga, you ain't fuck with us, nigga, you ain't gang out of here. We not going around with you. So now you got to start over. It's hard. And then when you got to do that, you end up doing what? Going right back to where you're comfortable, which was a bad relationship you just got out of because you didn't know no better. Keep your independence. Keep your keep all the shit you like to do. Do that shit. Don't fucking switch up, and don't and don't, also too. Don't let your significant other make you stop doing shit you like to do. Oh, you with me now? You don't need to go out no more, nigga. That's the trashy shit. That's an insecure man, and that's also an insecure woman. If your nigga go out a lot and y'all together, and he still want to go out. Let that nigga go out. That's what he been doing. That's what he like to do. Why should he have to stop doing what he likes to do? If it's not negative and it's not affecting you and it's not conducive to him. I mean, if it's not inconducive to him, why would you stop? Why would he stop that? Like for me, right? I smoke weed, right? Whatever. No big whoop. Let's say my significant other doesn't like me smoking weed. So now a younger me would have been like, well, fuck that. I'm I'm a smoke. But that's what I like to do. No, you and I'm not stopping it. And you just go have to deal with it. And then what if they don't deal with it? Do you then you go play tough and not care? Or you could think 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 differently, like, well damn, why why not? Why don't you like when I smoke? Maybe it's because they want you to be the best version of yourself without the influence of marijuana. Maybe I'm a different person when I'm high and they don't like that person. So you know what you do? Fuck it, I'll try it. Let's see if I can do this shit. I'm going to challenge myself to not smoke. I'm going to challenge myself to be better. Not for just you, but for myself. Not saying that weed is bad, because I'm definitely not going to say that. But sometimes it does get in the way. You might have plans one day and smoke and be like, I'm not doing that shit no more. You might be angry and go smoking and make you worse. Sometimes that happens. So um, if it's a good change, embrace it. At the end of the day, smoking weed, I mean, it's cool, but 
you know, smoking actual weed with like papers and shit like that. That shit is bad for your health long term. You're still inhaling fume, like, like you know what I'm saying? You're still inhaling shit, so. I personally am going to uh, cut back on the marijuana use for my dad and for my significant other because that's what it was, was, was uh, requested of me. Not really requested, but more like hinted at. Because it wasn't like, a, you need to stop. Or, no, it was nothing like that. It was just like, I personally don't care for that. And it's like, mm. But my dad, he was more so disappointed that I smoked, which is weird because I'm, he's like, I mean, I know you're a grown man. I can't tell you what to do, but damn. And when he said that, I'm like, damn, why the fuck you got to say that shit, man? I care about my father's opinion. That's my dad. But um, as a man that smoked weed a lot when I was a kid, to say that to me now as an adult that doesn't smoke anymore, it's like, well, all right, well, maybe I should calm down. Maybe I'm looked at as a different person when I'm under the influence of marijuana. Because, you know, I wasn't, I just started smoking when I was 30, like I said. So maybe people don't know me for being that way. So it's not, you know, I've, I've lived a full life without ever using weed. Like, I've done stand-up comedy. I've done all kinds of shit without no influence of drugs or alcohol. So, and I don't even drink. So then for, for me to now be doing it, people might see it differently. I know my cousin looks at me funny when I do it. He calls me a junkie. I'm like, nigga, weed ain't. You, <laughs> you see some of these niggas and you gonna call me a junkie? Please. Um, I was about to say some shit too. Fuck. See, short-term memory loss, marijuana. Oh, damn it! Damn, damn, damn! I forgot. Oh, that's terrible. That's a good one too. I forgot what the fuck I was about to say. It'll come back to me. Um. Oh, I went to my job's holiday party Friday. You know, you never really know people till you see them outside of work. Now, granted, I work 5 in the morning to 11 in the morning. People are not coming to work dressed up. People are not coming to work with this this super great energy. Niggas are tired. Niggas want to get that shit over with and go back home. But at the party Friday night, which was a Friday night, meaning we don't work tomorrow. You can get lit, you can get loose, you can do your thing and get it all out. And the shit that I've seen was very interesting. I have a co-worker, I'm not going to say his name. At work, this man is mute. Don't speak, does his work, right to the point. Boom, high and by, that's it. Get to the party Friday night. This nigga looked like he was on everything. And he was sober as shit. So salute to him. This nigga danced for four hours straight. I never seen no shit like that. Bouncing around, big grown ass nigga. Bouncing around, had the weakest fucking Millie Rock I've ever seen. But he was happy and he was confident and he was sober and he was sweaty and that nigga had a ball. Got to work Monday. I'm thinking this nigga gonna be loose up now. I went to the he went to the party and turned up. I'm thinking we gonna be having this great conversation. I see him, I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? How you doing? He was going on. I'm like, oh, you right back to the bullshit. This nigga is two people. <laughs> He is two fucking people. I need to learn that. Because how the fuck do you turn it off? But it's all good. The party was cool. Me and my lady went in there. We just sat in the corner and made fun of niggas all night. Um, That's always fun. Uh, The food was cold, but we ate it. 
it was cool. It was a small shindig. The company is young. We're still growing, but you know, it was cool. Um, the rest of my weekend was trash. I didn't do shit. Um, I went by my best friend's house, finished off the rest of my weed. That was cool. Um, I watched the Steelers Patriots game. Patriots fucking lost. Salute to that. Sick of that Um, the Jets still stink. It is what it is. Season's over for us. We're done. Playoffs ain't happening. Uh, what else we got here? New Year's resolutions. Uh, my New Year's resolution for 2019 is to one fix my credit up more. That's that's a big one. I definitely want to get my credit fixed and situate that shit for real, for real. If y'all out there listening, young people, take care of that shit because it bites you in your ass when you get a little older. My shit ain't all the way trash, but it's 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 trash. I ain't gonna hold you. I was dumb when I was 21. I had a lot of credit cards in my lifetime. Was not thinking about none of that shit. Was just buying and fucking buying and not taking shit seriously. And then you get to 33, it's like, you know what, nigga? You need to fix this shit. Because when you need it, you're going to need it. <laughs> so I'm working on that in 2019. And um, I, I want to say I do want to lose a little weight, bro. Now I'm going to release a tidbit about me. I'm a snorer. Anybody that's close to me or has been close to me knows this. I snore aggressively. And I believe it's because of my weight. So if I could come down like 20 pounds. If I come down 20 pounds. Can I talk my shit again? Bad bitch loading. You know what I'm saying? Let, let a, don't let a nigga see three abs. Can I talk my shit again? Oh my God. Don't let me see no three abs, nigga. I'm taking vacation just to win no shirt. I'm a, it'd be 75. I got no shirt on. Oh, yo, y'all, y'all cold? <laughs> you know, I'm hot, B. <laughs> Feel me? <laughs> three abs. Check them out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to come down a little bit of weight. Lose like 20 pounds just to um see if I can adjust that snoring issue. And if not, I'm going to go to the doctor and see if there's something nasally in my nose or maybe in my respiratory system that is causing me to breathe heavier than I should be. My brother said I woke wake up coughing from time to time. I don't even remember this shit. I don't know I do that. I, I know I, I don't know I do that. You got mind you now, I was I've lived by myself for shit, what, seven years I lived alone? No significant other lived with me, just me. Um, I didn't know it was this bad. Now, now that I say my dad and my brother, they hear it and they don't like the shit. <laughs> they don't like the shit. So I'm going to try to get that fixed. Uh, that's one of my other new year's resolution is to come down on a little weight. I'm going to take a diet real serious this time around. I did a diet before and I actually came down like a good 12 pounds and I gained it right back because I stopped. Um, the credit, the weight, and that's just to be a better person overall. I want to make the show take off a little more. We're going to do a live podcast for episode 100. That's happening. Um, I don't know how many people we can get in the venue. Um, the venue I've been looking at, I think it's about 30, 40 people can get in there. I think that'd be enough. I don't. If, it, if it's more than that, then I'm fucking flabbergasted because that's crazy. Um, 
I, I am charging for you to be at the live show. So please, people, don't think you could just pull up for free on some other. No, no, nigga, you go call. You go. You go. You listen to the podcast for free. You go come see it. You go pay that shit. Fuck that. Y'all can give donations. Little small, little five, ten dollar ticket. I don't think that's too much to ask for. For an experience. Y'all get to finally come and see the podcast and be a part of the show because I'm going to be interacting with the audience. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Away from that, I think that's all I got for this week. Um, I talked a lot of fuckery this week, I feel like. That Cardi B shit is bullshit. I'm mad I talked about it for 30 minutes. But it is what it is. That's, like I said yesterday on Instagram, it's what people want to talk about. So I guess I kind of got to do that. Just to keep those kind of people entertained. The people that don't know none of this shit, they're learning about it. So that's cool for them. And uh, the other shit that I talk, that's the real life shit. That's for anybody that likes the real life shit. So I think I got a balanced show. I think I did all right. And we recorded like an hour of it before the camera died. But yeah, we, hey, we still getting it together. And we going to be all right. So now... I'm gonna play a song for me. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. What song did I want to play the other day? Damn. Hmm. I gotta think about this a little bit. Oh no, I got it. Fuck that. Yeah, hold on. They wanna play some I wanna play some old shit. So, was it Trey Songs? Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't remember what it was. Oh. Okay, this song is kind of long, but I'm gonna play it though. This is uh one of my favorite songs ever, like ever in by any artist anywhere ever. This is Joe Budden. I know a lot of people know Joe Budden now for the podcast and all the other shit he's doing. Joe Budden was an elite rapper too, so let's not get that fucked up. Um, this song is called All of Me. Off Moon Music 3, one of Joe's classic projects that people don't think he had, but I'm gonna play this. This is called All of Me by Joe Budden, featuring Imani. As we continue on, we call this one All of Me. Another joint featuring Imani. I give you my all, but it seems like that's not enough. Attention, listen to the words here. Deep record. We say tomorrow's not promised, but if it was, I wouldn't get open. 
wouldn't get soup. Them shits was made to be broken. Remember coming up, dudes talking about hoes boasting. I was just a juvenile moving in slow motion. I dropped out of school to be a dude with mad jewelry. Once I got it, shit wasn't even cool to me. I dreamt the condos and video vixens. Until I learned most of the girls and videos is pigeons. I just wanted the world to see that I was for real with it. Wanted a deal, I got it and couldn't deal with it. I want me and my old homeboys to still kick it. I wish they saw me as mouse and not a meal ticket. Let the beat play. I wish I could see a day with no he say, she say. Just want to see Trey. Want to play the good and not fuck with the toasters. A middle child. Wish me and my brothers was closer. I want to scream at her. Catch myself before I start to. And then remember, takes two people to argue. All she do is provoke me. All I do is this up. All I did was shake up. She say that I hit up. She just taking anything I say out of context. I'm trying not to black. I'm like a nigga with a complex. Was mad as a fuck. Didn't even show it. Yesterday was better off. Didn't even know it. Complete role reversal. So it's useless these days. TV got real. Music went big. Please help her for God's sake. When I proposed to the game, I figured life was merry. Five years later, I'm feeling like Tyler Perry. Maybe I'm exhausted. Maybe I just lost it. Maybe I should pick up a pen and try and force it. Same old story. Guts and no glory. They try and lowball me. Do them like Joe Torrey. I reintroduce myself to the world. I'm jurors. I'm an artist. I paint pictures. I don't rhyme words. More than a rap, I pay attention to detail. But how I do in retail tells me if I prevail. Leonardo ain't see these trials and tribulations. Foul situations with some else. Stipulations. I feel like being an addict is a curse. It's something about you that makes bad shit work. DJ on point. There's three types of niggas in this world, you know. So you either gonna make shit happen, watch shit happen, and not know what happened. And so I couldn't just sit there like fuck rapping. This dude with problems I couldn't imagine having. If I had to have them, I couldn't fathom me lasting. Like I used to bump into Tammy in the club. A few of them, she even helped a nigga get in. A person long enough, you know you bound to get fly with him. No, I can't for him, be more than high and vibe with him. It's been a while, I can't front like I ain't phased. She was my reality check, cause we the same age. I mean, she put on a show that you can't stand. She made the shit sound effortless. I was damn near in tears checking my messages. I got goosebumps all over my skin. She said, Mel, I highly doubt that I'll ever see you again. Hope everything is well, kid. You see, I'm just finding out I had a brain tumor, but I never felt it. The doctor's giving me three weeks to live. Not three weeks till I die, that's three weeks to give. I just want to tell you that I love you and I care. I wish you all the best throughout the rest of your career. Broke in the tears. I pressed seven, took the phone from my ears. Sometimes the simplest of things people needed, but I ain't going back in fear of being speechless. What was I to put her at ease with? I pick a real bad time to be strategic. I think my life's bad picking up the pieces. Some folk already got the appointment to see Jesus. In this world full of diseases, I've learned not to bite my tongue. I have seizures. Depression tells me I suck. So I reply, I ain't kid cause I fell down. I'm kid cause I got up. And then I'm going back and forth with ransom. Shit came out of nowhere. It was real random. According to him, I'm responsible for church too. I never help niggas. How the fuck you think they hurt you? Motherfuckers got a lot of nerve, dude. I was the nigga believed in you spitting. Had to come to industry just so they would listen. But go care, you just gonna wreck yourself. How is you protecting me? You can't protect yourself. Just keep the lies 
reduced to a minimal. Just read your interview. I can't help but ask what's gotten in the do. Media training, but you don't know how that go and help you come across. Not sounding like an asshole. And my past dope in the jail, I ain't enjoy it. So why would I stand behind a mic and exploit it? I ain't ignorant. Just cause I exercise spiritually. They try to ignore how I exercise lyrically. I thought I had a great job. Back when niggas loved the coach, I wasn't in it for the money like an A-Rod. Even when I'm spitting about current events, it's a sublime saying, who's more current than him? So I'm wondering if a higher power's trying to underman. When you shoot for the stars, sometimes you're gonna jam. I ain't been a summer jam. I learned from Lupe. When you dumb it down, it's just harder to understand. 2008 foes is still near me. So you could think we're tight as a fuck, I'm still weary. The ghetto boys say it's all in the mind. Certain wounds only feel over time. No shame in my game, no pain, no gain. And since I ain't seen a profit, I figured God would stop it. Waiting on an alley, niggas just won't love it. I'm still a risk taker, let me put it in words. Can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. Been about 10 years since I was high off the angel. Now I'm walking side by side with an angel. In front of my eyes, that prize keep getting dangled. But can't grab at it, my pride is being strangled. Working shorty nerves like a personal trainer. But it's me, it's personal, it ain't caught. Friends keep telling me, leave or I won't. Cause she sees something in me that I don't. And I see something in her that y'all won't. If you've never been in love, don't tell me I'm wrong. I preach gratitude, she keeps the attitude Argue long enough and that shit become laughable My norm now, since for her is so natural Wish I could tell her to all the niggas after you So not compatible, that we compatible There's nothing else in this world that we would rather do Anybody out there relate to my pain Turn the music up, let me know that I'm sane We broke up, bitches were staying at my chain You was fucking you, but staying at my name we ain't gotta entertain all that back like we never left, we overcame all that. Fuck who made better tacos or who asked better. Let's live for now, right now, none of that matters. We keep bringing it up, it's gonna backlash us. Why am I meeting so many backstabbers? Why when I'm about to crash, I go faster? Pass is a disaster when your house is see-through. Learn to close your eyes in case the glass shatters. Just saying, it's always a million more pages when my stupid ass keeps that was Joe Budden, All of Me, featuring Imani. Very deep, dope record. That's my favorite Joe Budden song of all time. Uh, hope you guys have a good week. Christmas is next week. I hope y'all got y'all shopping done. I hope you get everything your heart desires. And if you do not, I hope you get it in the future. I am out of here. I'm dozing off in the booth. So I'm going home to try to get a nap so I can go to work tomorrow. Uh, I love y'all. Thank you. every Yo, I love y'all so much, man. Y'all show love. Mm. Every week. Every week when I drop the show. like It's overwhelming, man. I, I'm a forever grateful. And I thank y'all so much. To the, the new listeners, thank you for giving me a shot. I appreciate y'all for giving me a chance to be your first podcast. A lot of people never heard a podcast before. Like, what is a podcast? And they, I put them on and then Oh my God, I love your show. I, yeah, I love that. So, thank y'all. I gave y'all 80 minutes. Hour 20. I was trying to do two, but I ain't got it anymore. See y'all next week. Peace.